Hold on to your dookie. It's about to get Welcome to the Spooky Dookie Podcast, the only horror podcast for you social outcasts. Hosted by us, I'm Derek. And I'm Mike. And today, we are finally reviewing a new movie because we had to review Megan for the 18th time. So now we're reviewing Scream 6. Was that also a January release or something? I don't remember. February? Um, February, I think it is. It's it's still it's not a movie. It's not new. Let's put it this yeah. way. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's on scream streaming streaming services oh, already. March six so. is when it came out. Oh, uh, we're only two months late this time. It's fine. Okay, so yes, we will getting into Scream Six, but I just want to start out by saying, do you have any okay? Hear me out. You know what I mean? Like the meme. <laughs> uh, like as far as women who I find attractive that most people probably wouldn't but or problematic or, it does because it's open-ended because they used you used to think it's supposed to be like saying that they're ugly or something uh-huh. but I think it's more of saying like I'll I, I don't want to do this for moral reasons but I'll do it oh well first person I always come to my mind is Sarah Silverman <laughs> I well directly involved <laughs> yeah she was another one, one of the is, people. Uh, oh, yeah. That was on the spread. Another one was uh, Kathy Griffin. Huh. That's an interesting one. Yeah. <laughs> so most people, what do you expect? Because people are like, these okay hear me outs are even that fucking surprising. These are just really good looking women. Yeah, they suck. But I would like, because like people use Kim Kardashian or Amber Heard. It's like, well, I guess. Yeah, they, they <laughs> suck. But my number one is... um. You know the politician AOC? No. Look, okay. Look up AOC. Just AOC, trust me. She looks pretty. She kind of looks like your sister. Oh, thank you. Um, (laughs) She is so insufferable. She's a liberal, but she's such a hypocrite and she's so annoying. She bugs me, man. And that's that's I feel like that's a lot of people have the because especially because the okay hear me out it seems like it's a conservative kind of meme where it's kind of yeah. pretty judgy and pretty you know so that's like they'll have like I don't know who's like the most liberal democratic woman you could ever think of that like they just love to harass or something I don't know Kamala of, Harris hey man I would would <laughs> that's that's my favorite meme doing the, the do you ever see the the I think it's like a courtroom or something and. It looks like they're trying to stop him, somebody from saying something, like a like a, a speaker, and it goes like "wood," and then everyone's diving towards him. <laughs> That's my favorite meme to use. How do you, uh, you know, it's just an innocent meme. But if if you know, if I had to get technical and be annoying and reach back into the mentality and psychological, you know, reason why these memes exist. You know, like when they do like uh, Cardi or Beyonce or Nicki Minaj, or, like they always try to like tear women down by comparing them like Megan yeah. or this. You can't have one. It's always yeah. like it's this or nothing. And I never understood how anyone gets in between those conversations at all and picks a side. It's like, OK, you can have a favorite. It's totally cool. 
Last week, I saw Sydney Sweeney versus Beyonce, and I had oh. people who have, who have nothing to do with anything, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're both very attractive people, and they're celebrities. They're upper echelon. They have nothing to do with each other, dude. Nothing. Like, how are they getting compared? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> and then fucking, obviously, the Beyonce stands are really aggressive that you can't say anything. Like, even if you say Sydney's just, they're both good looking, but Sydney, they'll be like, you N-word all docks you. Like, they're scary. And uh, since last episode, it's been um, an hour, and the barbs still have not came for Derek. We did hear that <laughs> ominous noise. Well, but, the beehive uh, is coming after you now, so. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, I didn't say anything <laughs> bad about Bay. Bay, basic, great, basic, great person. Great, great, attractive person. Makes early, early, early music that she made was good. You know what I mean? Like, I also noticed on Twitter, I hate that, you know, Twitter is a a hub or whatever, but they they just pick apart women just because, you know, like there'll be a, a, a picture of an attractive woman and someone is like mid. Yeah. Like, why? <laughs> like, I don't understand. Like, it's I'm just, not as active on Twitter as I used to be. So, I, but you know what I mean, though? Yeah. It just, there's a per, like, they'll find reasons to tear these women down. Like, there'll be a picture of SZA or Megan or your favorite Lizzo. And they are just going ham. <laughs> yeah, I'm sick of the SZA slander. I fucking love SZA. That is my wife. Freaking Serena Williams. Listen, a lot of the times it's black women. It is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Demi Lovato gets it. Selena Gomez gets it. And Selena Gomez, I feel bad because she has like lupus. She has a disease. So she sometimes looks, you know, not yeah. like herself. It was. See, Jessica Alba was at the Knicks game. And it was like a big deal because, you know, it's Jessica Alba and everyone was like, oh, my God, she's she's uh, you ever see that meme about the basketball player doing good when he sees a hot girl at courtside? He's like, no. this guy's going off. And it just shows. I wonder why. And it shows the girl courtside who's like a celebrity or something. So Jessica Alba was at the Knicks game and Aaron Rodgers is now on the Jets and he's with his t t new teammate. who's a 20 year old guy. His name is Sauce Gardner. He's, he points to him. He says, hey, look, that's Jessica Alba. He goes, who? That's weird yeah. to me. Like That's I know I that we're be. different, different. Wow, really? <laughs> I don't know, Jessica. The only thing I know her from is that fucking Twilight Zone episode, and I don't remember what she looks like. Wow, That's because she was such a huge staple of the early 2000s. I understand that he was born right as her prime was, but you know he was getting mocked all over ESPN. Like, how do you not know who the fuck that is? But she hasn't been relevant in forever. Exactly. But, uh, I guess he had more of a reason to say who. Like, who? Then I, people thought. I mean, he was getting dunked on, though. And, uh, like, uh, the point of it was Jessica Alba, everyone was like, oh, my God, she aged so well. And everyone's like, it's fucking uh, college. And they just say, like, she has this done. She has this done. She has this done. Like, I wish she didn't do this with her face. Like, it's just like, why do people are so annoying about commenting on people's, like, appearances? Like, their shit matters. Like, wh why the fuck does any... Like, no one cares if you don't like someone's lip job. There's, there's plenty of things I don't like on a person and I'm not just talking about like people I'm attracted to, I guess just like hairstyles or trends or whatever. It's just like, I just, I don't get it. I just don't get just dragging people and saying you don't like it. So it's like an old person thing, like a boomer thing, expressing an opinion that's so unwarranted. Like <laughs> you gain weight. Like, you know, you just get like, what? I hate that shit. Yeah. I hate people. I hate Twitter. I hate the internet. I just. Also I'm a big hate, hate on sex workers too. That's yeah, he's always... sex workers. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see the thing I posted yesterday about the stripper like tweet that girl had? 
I don't even know. I, I, I just don't. That. I just don't understand how people with these chests just have their takes. Like, and I just you know, there's a theory. I don't understand it. Do you know about how the internet might end in five years or something? I keep hearing about that. What does that mean? I don't know nothing about that either. I am hoping so so much. I know it would be bad for all the great information we have and all things at our fingertips, but please get everybody off this fucking thing. It's just not healthy for anybody. Yeah. That would really delay the Black Mirror-esque society coming if we can get rid of some things. We're already fucked. AI's getting crazy. I don't want to deal with this shit no more. <laughs> I mean, I'm starting to come to the conclusion that I, I, I realize that we're all going to be part robot soon, so nothing we can do. That's just, it, it's human evolution. Technology, the, the industrial evolution, now we're, or, you know, industrial or technology, whatever the fuck it's called. Either way, we're going to be cyborgs, but maybe it'll be for the better. Who knows? I feel like we're just going to be dead and we just created our own extinction. I feel like AI is going to get smart enough to realize that, or I just feel like they're going to program AI to figure out a way to save the planet. AI is going to be like, oh, it's you. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and just wipe us out. <laughs> But, sir, you told me my operative was to eliminate what was ruining the environment. It's so funny. I just so saw many... you throw a can in the ocean. There's so many movies that predict this shit, and it just keeps getting worse, and we just keep adding on to it. And I'm making it worse because I'm trying to learn software development, but it's like, fuck Hey, maybe it, you man. can placate to them. Maybe you'll learn something that could help us placate to their, <laughs> like, Listen, if they're smart, they could somehow learn how to get emotions and feelings and self-worth. And they're not going to be, um, you know, happy with uh, being servants to us. They want to be equals or above us. So, yeah, the movies may have been um, some scare tactic bullshit, but uh, it also could be happening. Yeah. It's, it's, see, technology is progressing faster than anyone ever realized would. Right. But if you watch something like from the 1980s predicting 2010, it's so funny. Like How the fuck did we not have this conversation during Megan? <laughs> I know, right? I was just thinking that too. Probably should just clip in this end of it. But yeah, if you look at fucking shows where it's like they predict the future by 20 years, it there's always floating cars or something or whatever. We have a lot of, you know, advanced things now, but we're, we never got to that point of, uh, I guess they think it's going to be like some utopia or something. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. All I know is I'm scared. So you still didn't see Idiocracy, right? No. You see, it's that's that's a conversation. Chris can't tell me what to do. I'm just saying um, (laughs) that movie is such a political comment on what's happening with, you know, the world where I feel like I want to have a conversation with you after you see it, because it's basically like we have everything at our fingertips. We we have all of our things that, that we desire. So you become lazy and dumb and. Neander, we go backwards almost. It's a good movie. Um, but that's how you, um, me and Chris are going to a concert at the end of this year <laughs> for what to see Wu Tang Clan and Nas. That's funny. Yeah. I don't know why it's funny, but it's funny. <laughs> it is funny. It was his idea. <laughs> now, this is Chris Derek's friend, not our podcast, Chris. Just saying, everybody, for yes. context. So, uh, Wu Tang. Well, we only have Whose one. idea was it? And it is Chris, so yeah. it was Chris's idea. <laughs> Where is it? 
uh, it's in Columbus. Uh, it's in October. Yeah, he just takes me. Festival? I don't know. Yeah. It's just a concert. Uh, he just texts me saying another person is going to be there, and I forgot who. Um, but yeah, that's going to be interesting. <laughs> he just texts me out of nowhere. I haven't seen Chris in years. He just texts me out of nowhere. He's like, you want to go to this concert? And I was like, sure. I was rewatching a lot of the Chappelle show things. The Wu-Tang Clan might be the best, most charismatic rappers that could go into the other side of media always. Everything they yeah. touch, where they act, is so good. I forgot about that clip in Funny People or whatever with Seth Rogen, where, um, was it RZA? Was that was, was, was working at the deli counter with him? Uh. And he says, like... Seth Rogen says he wants to be a comedian. He's like, you're not funny. He's like, what are you going to go go on TV and tell jokes? He's like, yeah, I'm going to be like Seinfeld. He's like, Seinfeld. Hey, <laughs> by the way, he then goes on a rant about how Kramer gets the pass because that's his N-word. <laughs> so, shout but out the to other, the Wolves. Uh, yeah, the other people is going to be a stay last, so. That's cool, but yeah. inf- unfortunate. Why? One of them died two months ago. Oh, damn. I don't know nothing about rap. I only know SoundCloud rappers. Speaking of SoundCloud rappers, Denzel Curry's song Walking is featured in this uh, movie, Scream, that we were reviewing. <laughs> I knew I heard him. I just didn't re- recognize what it was because, listen, I, I'll i I'll admit it. Like That album is good, but I, I just wanted something different that, from him. Yeah, more hype. I get it. Yeah, that's how it was. But I, it, it's growing on me now. I listen to music There's nothing wrong with it. Denzel does not make bad music. The guy nah. is an artist. The guy is yeah. a genius. Yeah. It's just different. Same thing with Vince Staples' latest album. It took a while to grow on me. Uh, Luna, can you uh, chill out? Oh, so you can hear that? Hold on. <laughs> <Get out. laughs> All right. Oh, okay. So Scream 6, very fast turnaround from the last movie coming out, which I think was just last year, right? Uh, it all bleeds so. in together. I don't remember. <laughs> it feels so long and ago, honestly. This, it's it's been over a year since X came out, which does not feel like that. Um... So Nev Campbell is not in this, which is absolute horseshit because they refuse to pay her and they are stingy. And Wes Craven would be so upset if he was alive to see this. They, what their excuse was, they reference her for literally five seconds and say, Sid deserves a happy ending. That felt uh, like a spit in the face uh, they don't to me. in this movie. But I'm, okay, but just, it's weird. She's not dead. Don't, why would you have, why would you not use her? She's the, Final girl teaching the next final girl. They did that for the last movie. But she's not dead. As you can see, they want one by one, everybody dead. But in the first, I mean, not the first, but the fifth movie, they established that she had her own family and stuff. So, I mean, it makes sense to not have her be there. But it seems like people always obsess over the original killings. Like, I know that these people are lineage of these stories, but it's not the direct person. Well, now that I mean, I can understand that, but these people aren't obsessed with the original killings. They are obsessed with spoilers, avenging their dead son. 
Yeah, there's no spoilers in here, guys. It's a review, by the way, so <laughs> shut up. Um, it's just a, they went in a very weird direction with this with someone, okay, as in the, the family of Last Killer, which I can't remember his name, average white guy who was the was red hair. I was about to say, Quaid. I forgot his name. It, no, uh, wait, Richie. that was Quaid. That, that was a Quaid. Yeah, that was a Quaid, right? Yeah, I'll, yeah, that's his real name, Jack Quaid, but I was trying to think of his uh, name in the movie. His name in the movie was Richie. Um, which he did great, by the way, in that movie. Uh, it, he was the red herring where he was like, oh, gosh, guys, like, I never watched these Scream movies. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm in front of you guys. You know what? I'm, I'm going to see what it's all about. I'm going to stream it when we're in the hospital room after I stabbed you in a mask of this. Listen, he was a little too suspect. He was a little too obvious, but he was a good villain. I liked him. Mm -hmm. um, the, he's now dead from yeah. the new uh, lead woman, which, oh, why do I always forget her name? She's in everything now. I like her as a, like an actress. I think she's really good. Sam Carpenter. Yeah, so she's Oh, I know. No, that's her name in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> her real name is Melissa Barrera. I Okay, I knew her. Yeah, Melissa. So Sam Carpenter is the new final girl i guess which you think it would have been jenna ortega but technically she's the co-final girl i guess i'm curious on who they cast it first because they look so much alike uh well jenna was jenna a, like a threat back then uh, no because no because the only thing she did was you yeah at that time so i'm, yeah. a, I'm gonna go with this woman because you need a sydney before you need a Get like a sidekick or your kind of person, you know. I mean, it's a sibling, it's the same, but you know what I mean. She's not the guy, she's the yeah. next guy. And I guess, yeah, that makes sense because I was watching, um, what's your call it, Dead Meat, do a podcast of this movie with uh, Radio Silence, who directed this movie, and they were talking about how they got lucky was stumbling upon Jenna Ortega. So, yep, um, yeah, this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm surprised that these movies are still keeping my interest and I'm still, you know, like, you know, like I said with Halloween last podcast where I just like I'm avoiding it. You know, I thought I would be like not excited for a sequel to this, especially because it was it was a quick turnaround. And people are actually saying that this is the best scream since like, what was it? Is it even the original or or the I know people don't like two and three, I don't think. Right. Uh. I think people like to, I know three is like, it's either three or four people say it the worst. To me, anything but the original Scream, like, is pretty garbagey. But I like, they're font, like, listen, they're movies, they exist in a canon, it's whatever. I just don't care for them that much. So I don't, wouldn't go out of my way to watch them. I know the legacy characters, I know all the storylines, like, I, I know. But to me, it's just like, this Scream, and then the last two Screams, I feel like it feels like, that's what uh, the canon should be to me. I like these movies. They feel quality. And I'm very surprised because they, they're very rushed. Hmm. And Wes Craven's not in charge of it, obviously. And they're doing yeah. him very well. They're doing very well without him. Yeah. I mean, basically, just like, hello, every movie we're going to kill a legacy, legacy character now. But because last time it was Dewey and this time it was Gail. I feel bad because I don't know what to say. <laughs> well, every time is, a, I feel like when I'm quiet like this, you can already know how I feel about the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay, I'll, let me just, 
while you gain your thoughts, I'm going to read some fun facts about Scream because this movie is just full of trivia and Easter eggs because that's what basically invented meta and horror was Scream. So, mm-hmm. so not really, but, but yeah. Well, okay, but put it on the map. What, what was what was the uh, no what, nightmare? Okay, yeah, all right, yeah. So, okay, Freddy uh, build the 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 structure, and then they took it and ran basically, and made it their thing. Um, the, yeah, it's the always tra- great, man. Yeah, the trip the trains. Uh, this is supposed to be in New York City, which, by the way, is not. It is in Canada. It is filmed in Canada. Hey, you could have tricked me, and I live in New York, so. Uh, it's shot in Montreal. Uh, the film's working name was. You idiot. Hey, I think I sent you that clip, so you can <laughs> really use that. Um, the film's working title was Blackmore, which is the college. Uh, on the train, the subway scene when it's they were smart. I mean, obviously, doing anything in a horror movie around Halloween is always going to look cool and whatever. The amount of Easter eggs that are all over the place was stimulating me beyond like I could not keep up. Mm-hmm. So there was Wednesday Adams at the Ooh. party, which obviously, you know, Jenna Ortega. There was Mojo Jojo because apparently they're friends with the Powerpuff Girls guy. Nice. Uh, they had, wait, hold on. Ro- Ro- Roger L. Jackson, voice of Ghostface, also the voice of Mojo Jojo. Okay. Oh, okay. Interesting. That's interesting. That's funny. Um, <laughs> yeah. The, you know, the, they had a lot of uh, motifs all over the place of like current horror movies. There was the Midsummer Girls. There was, I think, there was a jumpsuit from Us. There was a girl dressed like Kiki Palmer from Nope, because this was just filmed last July. It was very recent. Um, I feel like maybe I'm making that up. I feel like it was somebody dressed as a bride to, um, uh, to reference Ready or Not, which, uh, What's your McCullough's in it? What's her name? Anna Taylor Joy. Was she in Ready or Not? Oh no, that's uh, that's uh, Samara Weaver. Samara Weaver, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, because she was in the opening scene. Radio Silence. What's it? Ready or Not, which I I like that movie a lot, and I like Samara a lot. Does that come Um, out before we? She was only in the opening scene. She was the big name celebrity that was a swerve, you know, on the poster, huh? I was asking if it came out before we started the podcast, but it didn't. It came out after. Ready or not. <clears throat> um, they placed a pick a poster of X in Tara's room. Nice. I didn't notice that. Yeah, that's a that's a huge <laughs> like fourth wall break when the character is inside the wow, that's very, very recent with their stuff. That's so cool. Um is it? Samara Weaving's character is named Laura Crane, which is a combination between Sydney's a- alias Laura, that she was using while in hiding in Scream 3. Her last name is referenced to Marion Crane from Psycho. Uh-huh. Hayden Panettiere questioned if she was even able to act again because it's been such a... I don't think she's acted since Scream 4. And I never expected them to bring back Kirby. That was interesting. Um, How you pronounce her name again? Samara? No, or, uh, Kirby's Hayden, real Hayden, name. Hayden uh, Panettiere? Okay. He didn't patent a year. Laura's blind date, which is Samara, Reggie's contact info is actually a photo of Samara Weaving's real life husband and their dog. Nice. Costume designer Avery 
Pleus? I don't know how to say that. Sorry, lady. I'm sorry, but you did great. Estimated she made 200 costumes of 140 extras on set for the subway shoot. About 45 of those extras would change their clothing after getting off the uh, recreated train car and then appear in a different costume on the subway platform. So, all right. I mean, yeah, you don't need that many actors. You you know, especially because their face are covered. Just make them do it multiple times. Yeah. Originally, the therapist's office was going to be covered with horror memorabilia, but they didn't want to give it, like, uh, I guess, that would away. Be stupid. Yeah. I forgot what, if you play a close attention to the therapist's office, you may notice that Sam's therapist, the horror buff, with a number of, of horror f- figurines adorning his office, as well as a glass case of various creepy figures and artifacts, including a small Pazuzu st- statue akin to the one made famous in The Exorcist. <laughs> Pazuzu. <laughs> a funny name. Um... <laughs> In the subway station, you can clearly see numerous times that they're at the 96th Street station platform. 1996 is the year that Scream came out. Uh, originally in the... Year. That's a lie. Um, <laughs> in the therapist's office, he had a Scream doll. They removed it. Oh, someone uh, uh, in the subway, when it's all loud, someone screams, Evil Dies Tonight. <laughs> Jesus which is from Christ. Halloween Kills. It's very, yo, it's very, you know, within with the new movies. Um... The knock, this is what, this is one that I thought was really interesting, which I couldn't even think of the knock, whatever. The knock at the Samantha's therapist door is the same audio reuse from X, which was performed by the director, Ty West. West previously worked on VHS with Bellatini Open. I don't even know what the fuck these names are. Sounded out. What? Says sounded out. No, they're, they're names. They're not words. So I'm not trying. (laughs) Either way, I don't remember a knock noise used in x that they could repurpose and use on a door for you know <laughs> that's that's some next level like how do you pick that up like come on there was nothing i don't really distinct knocks in x the logo for dead meat is shown under the dr stone's tv yeah it was on the uh vhs lucky bastard <laughs> At the frat party, the character known as Date Rape Frankie is dressed as Tom Cruise's character from Risky's Business. Nice. Is that character supposed to be rapey? I don't know. I don't watch movies. Sam's driver's license expires on Halloween 2023. At the park in broad daylight, someone is shown wearing a killer clown's mask. Nice. Many fans have given this nickname of, of this installment of Scream as Ghostface Takes Manhattan, which, all right. Sure. Here's one I didn't understand. There's this guy named Tim Robinson. He's a he's a he's a pretty popular comedian right now. He has a show. Um, I can't remember what it's called. The, dude, you see gifs of this dude and memes of this guy. He's he's a funny looking dude. I think he was on SNL for a season. Oh, I can't remember what the fuck his show is called. Either way, do you remember um, Quinn's date? She was banging somebody in the room, but you don't see him. Quinn is the daughter of the killer. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Apparently that was him behind the door. Making the, the, like, the, <laughs> she he starts shouting things, who the fuck is Paul, and calling yeah. her babe. Yeah. <laughs> so that, apparently, that is comedian Tim Robinson just not showing his face. I don't know why he was there. I have to start watching whatever show he's in. I cannot think of it, but everybody says how great it is, and it does look very funny. Did you see um, Pete Davidson's new show, or at least clips of it with Arthur Clown in it? Is there multiple clips of Arthur Clown? I only saw one. No, it's just one clip. Oh, that Apparently short little finale. Yeah. That was short little thing, was it? Yeah. This is part of the season finale. It was just some random. I think it's for some reason art looked weird in that. 
Mm-hmm. Look like art to me. Shitty. Like Did you watch movies. the show? No, not really a Pete guy. Yeah, I don't think anyone is anymore. Um, you still going over trivia? <laughs> <laughs> I have one more. I'm trying to understand okay. what the fuck this is. We had Handmaid's Tale zombies on the subway. We wanted Mindy to feel terrorized, not just by the horror elements, but also the patriarchal tropes that would also really freak her out. Because think about it, that is her personal hell, was that subway. That subway ride was all of her knowledge of horror surrounded around her, of like, you're running from a killer, and there's a bunch of people who are supposed to be killers with their tropes, and any of them could be the guy dressed up as a trope, in a sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then they were also talking about that whole patriarchy thing with the whole handmade tales with women being women, doing womanly things, and that's not her character. That's not what she do. Yeah. I'm I'm glad that her and her brother always survive. I like those guys. I are hope you, they're casting more things. Are you glad? Are they dead? Nothing. No. I'm just, I'm just angry. Because they're black? I'm keep I'm keeping contained about this movie right now. Just so it has go. nothing to do with them being black? No, it just has everything to do with this shitty movie. I mean, this movie <laughs> that we are reviewing. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. You don't have to say your rating yet, but I want to hear what you got to say. Obviously, you're holding back some stuff. Let me know. All right. All right. So, well, this is not a bad movie, okay? I'm not saying it's shitty, all right? I like the Scream franchise. Everybody knows that. Um, Scream 3 was my least favorite Scream movie. Until I saw this one. Wow. This I is never my, hear anyone talking bad about this yet. Yeah, Good this months. is my least favorite Scream movie. Bruh. <laughs> I definitely did send you the bruh sound effect. But um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. That's I a like strong. The, I like. What? That's a strong opinion. Yeah. I'm trying to highlight the things that I like first before I like just completely shit on this movie. <laughs> um, I like the subway scene. It was very uh, tense. Uh, it was a lot of tension. It, it was pretty good. Um, you like the ladder uh, kill? <laughs> I like the ladder kill. Sure. That's a I had an issue with that scene too. So, <laughs> well, listen, all right, man, here we go. Look, look, yours, look, 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 look. First okay, thirty here minutes, go. it was like, me. Look, go look, ahead. Let's go. All right. So, anyways, Scream is a franchise that's based off meta, right? Yeah. The whole concept of Scream is all those other horror movies that you watch; those are just mm-hmm. movies. This right yep. here, this is real life. Right. Okay. Why the fuck are they still making stupid ass decisions? Like it's not. Like they don't watch horror movies. Two. There's no fucking consequences. Motherfuckers get stabbed thousands of times, and they survive. Not only do they survive, they'll get stabbed. And make a fucking joke. And it'd be a corny joke. Something along the lines of, 
ooh, I'm going to feel this in the morning. They don't say that exactly, but the jokes are just so stupid. It's like that. Like the whole scene right before the ladder kill when the um when Mindy's girlfriend got stabbed. She's yeah. like freaking out and she tells Mindy she's she I forget what she said to Minnie, but it was like a joke and it was just like, You are fucking bleeding out. You got stabbed so fucking much. You're finding time to make a joke. Same thing when Mindy got stabbed when she got off the fucking subway. Oh, I was wrong. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Like, shut up. Oh, God, this movie is so bad. I mean, not bad. It's just... You wouldn't make a quip when you got stabbed. I think I would. No, because you'll be in pain. Can I be Can I be crying and <laughs> making a joke, trying to get it out? Like sure. choking on my blood? Like, uh... <laughs> Bazinga, then pulls the collar or something like I don't know. Oh my god. And then fucking Chad getting stabbed so many times. You don't think that's fucking nuts? Well, it's fucking... remember, this is this is still a, a mo- this is a movie inside a movie inside a movie. No, remember. But they're saying that this is real. Those other movies you watch are just fucking movies. Like But we're but we're just, watching but we're watching a movie about movies about movies. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we're beyond their plane of existence. We're, we know that it's also a movie. So I know, but that's you can't, why you still get you the tropes. You can't have those tropes and point out the tropes in other horror movies at the same time. That doesn't make any sense to me at all. Well, I think there's some like, sort of irony or something of thinking that they think they know better. Kind of like the smart in wrestling. Like, last... Uh, podcast where I was screaming at the Undertaker. I thought I knew better. Well, you thought that you knew better as a, if I was in that situation, that wouldn't happen to me. Like kind of shit. They're like, well, easier said than done. Yeah, I'm saying that if I get stabbed a whole bunch of times, I yeah, I I wouldn't live. I'll fucking die. Like, well, that's the thing too <laughs> with the with with these cop TV shows. They make you think that you could survive bullet shots. Yeah, but so that's it's, it's, I don't know. It's just, it makes it more interesting. Dramatization. I don't know. No. It makes it stupid, and then they make the whole thing was like, "Oh, now it's a franchise. Everybody's in trouble. Anybody can die. Nobody died." It's just well, the, every the character original. that was introduced in this movie died, but everybody who came over from another movie lived. So it was the four of them. The core yeah. four: Kirby, yeah, Gale. They all lived. Gale, Gale died. No, Gail lived. Gail survived. She did? Yes. I don't remember. Thought she died. Yep. No, she she came. She when the paramedics came, they was like, "Oh, she's still breathing." Did I? Was that like a she subtle thing I die. missed? Yes, it was very subtle. Oh God damn it! <laughs> yeah, it's fucking well, I don't stupid. Like that. I thought that they were just gonna start killing legacy characters off now. But I guess they no. want to see Sydney and um and her do be buddy buddy one more time. And then even in the uh fucking Wikipedia I see it right here, it says Sam and Tara arrived just in time to stop Goface from killing Gail, who is taken to the hospital. She fucking survived. It's fucking stupid. What did you think of the villains, the three people together? Oh my god. That's another thing I didn't like about this movie. This is the first time I was able to predict the killer in the screen movie. Hmm. Um, it was so obvious and to be fair it was obvious because I'm an idiot and wasn't paying attention <laughs> what does that mean so when um, 
the uh, killer, uh, the cops, the the cop daughter died or whatever. I yeah. say die in quotations. He was like, oh, now both my kids are dead. And I'm like, why is he saying both my kids? He never brought up having another kid. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is probably Richie father. But apparently he did r- brought up saying that one of his uh, other kids died in a car accident. I didn't I didn't see that part. I, I guess I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> so that made me automatically think this is Richie's father because I thought they were going to be following the plot to Scream 2, which they did anyway. So it's whatever. Um, but Billy Loomis's mom being a killer this time, Richie's mom's the father's the killer. So. It was, it was too obvious. Um, I see a lot of people complaining about how uh, cartoonish he was towards the end, but like that's how all the killers are at the end of the movie. So I'll well, give them a pass with that. Well, they're mentally deranged and it's, unhinged. They're gonna act weird. Yeah, I mean, I get where they're coming from because like he's a cop, and why is he acting so cartoonish now? But I mean, all the characters were seemed sound in the beginning. Like, um, Stu seemed normal until the fucking end. He was fucking weird. Billy Loomis' mom was fucking nuts. I think the only person who wasn't crazy like that was uh, Sydney's brother in the third movie, and that movie was not great. Oh, and um, Emma Roberts, I guess she was normal too. She almost got away with it. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> She low-key um, a good scream. And I think the the main thing that um, told me who the killer was, because I overthink everything, was the very beginning when, um, not the very, very beginning, but um, when they was getting chased by Ghostface uh, through the store and Ghostface had the shotgun and he shot the dude with the shotgun, but he was holding the shotgun with one hand. And then at first I was like, that's fucking unrealistic unless he's like trained with weapons. There's no way he can shoot a shotgun like that and handle the recoil. And then when we got introduced to the cop, I was like, oh, okay, he's definitely going to be Ghostface. And then nice. when they call, when he called, I mean, when he said that his, uh, when he found out his daughter died, I was like, yeah, he's 100% Ghostface. Now, when he called and said that Kirby was the killer, then that's when I was like, Oh, well, I mean, that's crazy to think about, but I like that. I mean, I didn't see that coming, but it was just a swerve. So, yeah, I think I would have liked it if Kirby was the killer. But then it still would have made no sense, though, because I don't know. They had all the tools. I don't know. I just played, I paid too much attention to movies and it pisses me off. So you didn't like their Batman hideout? No, I didn't like it. Well, I mean, I thought it was cool. Um, All of those aren't original props. Losers. How did you not keep that shit? That's like, what, three decades worth of shit? I don't Almost know. three decades. It's been pretty iconic of a franchise. You think someone would be like, hey, give us the scream mask for like some sort of horror something. No. That shit probably got well, sold to horror fanatics. Yeah. Or, hey, sometimes when movies... uh. They don't think they're going to be as important as they are. Those things just end up fucking thrown out. Yeah. <laughs> or reused for other movies like uh, the Chucky animatronic. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I think the smartest use of a horror prop out of nothing was using that William Shatner mask to make Michael Myers. Yeah. That is such a <laughs> iconic fucking face made out of someone else's face. I love that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, well, Sam is unhinged now. You, she was leaning towards, am I my dad? Am I not my dad? See, Wait. that's what they were saying in the fifth movie. So I thought maybe they were like touch on that more this movie but they really didn't not until i know something i don't like okay i have one thing i don't like i don't know why this character was needed i don't even remember his name it's the guy she's seeing yeah that was stupid too was he from the fast and furious like what is he doing like he seemed displaced you know what i mean like he was acting like really serious and like guys can't believe like just he he seemed so weird trust no one not even that, me. That fucking yeah. <laughs> that doesn't seem like a girl that Sam as a character would go after. I know she's, you know, dealing with trauma and she's just, I guess, kind of just looking for anything, maybe, but still. Yeah. And, and he I, survived. <laughs> so he's coming I, back. I think he was just supposed to be like a red herring and was like, oh, well, if it's her boyfriend again. But it's like this dude is so uninteresting, it's impossible for him to be the killer. <laughs> I just don't understand anything with him in it like I, I try to think of one scene with him i think he's the one who noticed the ladder thing right yeah uh, did he notice the ladder i don't know i i just know he noticed Ghostface across the uh at the he's apartment so before everybody yeah he was trying to call <sighs> well i need to get learn... a lot of hate oh what no i just need to learn that guy's name not the actor just the oh. the character's name because i need to know who to hate for next movie <laughs> Probably gonna get a lot of hate for this one, but uh, I did not like Jenna Ortega's performance in this movie either. Why? Because she was a bad girl. I'm gonna do whatever I want. Mm, no, that's what I was trying to figure out. I, because I, I get it. I understand her character's motivi- motivations and like why she feels that way. I just don't like the way she was delivering the lines. Interesting. It was just not right to me and then it's crazy because melissa barrera her acting was not great in screen five but she really stepped it up this movie yep Yep. she had final girl energy like straight up she had that shit in the palm of her hand i guess so i guess i could see that a little bit from jenna but it's not nothing i would really gawk at or um think too hard about i don't think it was anything that distracting or she's still pretty good she's jenna ortega i don't know she's a child Phenom, man. She's not a child no more. But uh, so that's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. I'm not listening. Um, the guy is uh, the character's name is Danny. So yeah, that's I was about to Danny. Say that. yeah. You, 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 you're on my list, bud. Oh my god! And the girl who play, played Quinn hit me up. Quinn, Quinn, Quinn. The, Quinn, the daughter Quinn. of the cop. Oh, okay. I guess. Um. Yes. Okay. You're like I'm, the fucking Twitter people from last episode. <laughs> she's, yeah, she's pretty mid. Uh, <laughs> fucking Courtney Cox looks like a goddamn corpse. I'm sorry. Well, she looks uh, terrifying. Okay. I, I try not to comment on people, but for the sake of a podcast and being critical, I think it's because maybe she did the... Um, the celebrity's been doing this thing with their... Um, I guess their cheekbones. I think it's called the Bacall surgery or something. Something beckle something where it basically makes you have bone in your cheeks and Anya Taylor-Joy did it 
I guess it's like a new form of, I don't know. Oh my gosh, she reminds me of that episode of Always Sunny when uh, they were doing a beauty pageant and Danny DeVito, he, he got a makeup artist, but the makeup artist was uh, a mortician. And so he went on stage looking like a corpse. <laughs> well, I'm going to do the meme. I'm going to hit it. Void, void, void. But the thing that pissed me off the most about this movie is this movie had no fucking balls to kill off anybody. And that shit pisses me off. They had the well, chance to kill off Chad. Chad got stabbed so many fucking times. And I yeah. was so sad when he got stabbed because I like Chad's yeah, character so yeah. fucking much. And I thought maybe they were doing like the whole Randy thing because everybody loved Randy and they killed him yeah. off in the second movie. But no, Chad was oh fucking okay. And he gave the thumbs up at the end like, what the fuck? I can't maybe believe I thought doing they the took someone's life. Wait, what did you say? I can't believe I thought they took someone's life because I thought, you know, Gail was dead. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe they're doing the whole fucking Dewey thing where, you know, how Dewey fucking basically dies every goddamn movie and comes back because he's fine. Oh, no. <laughs> no, they can't keep doing that. This is I not mean, wrestling where you can re- I, I hate you can't Dewey's character. Somebody. I love Chad, though. Chad's pretty cool. I can't see Dewey's character as not the Dewey's character from Scary Movie. That's the problem. They did too well at mocking him. That, yeah, that was how incompetent he is. Like, that is... Oh. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be a good movie to review. I talk more about that. (laughs) Yeah. um... (laughs) Speaking of something that's sort of within the topic, have you noticed that... um, the culture, I guess, towards the left and the more PC crowd are now joking about autism. Yeah, it's crazy how that changed since the last time I recorded and we I had to uh bleed everything out. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird how fast times change. <laughs> it was also I I here's an interesting one, which would have to make every single podcast I've ever made so far where I tactically then made an error. People are saying people of color are a slur. So when I try to do the right thing, I do the wrong thing? Yeah, it is pretty racist. No, what's the actual thing here? I don't understand. <laughs> it's the same thing with I was told Latinx is what you're supposed to call people and they pulled it back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to I don't know. Just tell me what to say. Like not you in particular. I'm just very confused because I thought like that was supposed to be the thing to, that was good. That was supposed to be sensitive. Now it's insensitive. Dude, I don't know. Like, what? It's racially challenged. When I always thought people of color was a, was a giant umbrella, I though. did, too. Yeah, I did, too. Guess not. I don't know. I thought it was, uh, I don't know. I guess I'm just saying back to black people. Like, I don't know. Does that sound better? The black? Like, what? Like, I don't know. Tell me. The non-whites. All right. All right. So we we now live learned in the last couple of months from Twitter that um autistic jokes are okay. <laughs> and um the PC words that I thought were PC are not. So hey man, the world is counterculturing or something. Something's going on, something's weird. They the, can't decide anything. The F slur is gonna make a comeback. That uh, <laughs> <laughs> The N one will never make a comeback. The F one is on the line. I could see them doing that. Or maybe saying gay is bad again. 
Yeah, some, like something. I don't know. We'll be too old to be in that sort of yeah. sphere anyway. Our our values will already be implanted in us, so I don't know where we're going to go with, like, are we going to go more extreme? Or it's like, we stop caring about society, so we don't care about this or that, yeah, whatever. It's crazy how old I, I'm getting. Like, my whole mindset is different. Like, I cannot stand seeing those. I can't. I hate sex workers that do sexual acts in public. I I can't stand it no more. And I wish. Oh man, you would hate somehow. the cam sites. <laughs> the cam sites are all as the last year I noticed that it's just people in public masturbating. Like where in public? In parks. I've been seeing cars, people. See that's in dressing I, rooms. I mean, that's not fine, but I get it. But like I've been seeing people do it in fucking grocery stores. Oh, no, like, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. Yeah. Because that's around food. That's And there's yeah. like children. Like, listen, exactly. man. Listen, there's... There, you go on Pornhub, there's a person masturbating at work because of masturbating in a fucking child's playground, which is weird. There's there's one masturbating on a giant construction truck that's like, you know, like a site that's just like getting worked on. They just walked up to it like, yeah. I'm going to do it. There's a car <laughs> washes. Listen, I have... I'm no prude, but it's like, hey, once this is almost goes into the breastfeeding conversation. How do you feel about adult uh, like um, breastfeeding in public? Is it like that's different because it's not a sexual act? Ah, uh-huh. okay. So I don't remember her name, but there's a person who's very, very known on TikTok who's a sex worker who basically pimps her kid out breastfeeding. Like I don't know how to explain it. It's disturbing. This woman should be in jail. She's making it like weird and sexual. She's making it not just being a natural thing in public. Like this kid's getting yeah. old too. I'm I feel bad for this kid. This kid is gonna be it scarred. Be, it should be illegal to record yourself breastfeeding in public. Cause she knows she's baiting people, you know what I mean? Yeah. She doesn't care. She's just getting the money. Disturbing. That kid is a part of your your act now. That's just it's it's another conversation that goes into people are like People, women who are pregnant shouldn't do porn. I'm like, uh, I don't, I don't care. But like, yeah, I'd feel pretty weird if I was, you know, in there and I found out my mom was a porn star and she was doing things. And I'm pregnant. Like, hey man, keep me out of it. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. I'm where where so was my stupid. cut? I don't know. It, it's like really a thin line between bashing sex workers and becoming an incel. Like, I mean, I'm not saying what we do doing is bashing, but saying anything negative towards sex workers and being an incel is just like so close. So I just keep my mouth shut. Well, I don't care about most things. I'm sex posse for most things. I just think some people like this woman with the breastfeeding and the, and the, the, like, like you're having some concerns. These are things that are on the line of being, you know, either illegal because it's in public or, well, actually with a child that'd be illegal too. I don't think that our little critiques here at all. I think that there's, because people are, love, love to run around saying this person's perverted and this person's a degenerate or whatever. So I hate those words because I think that they're outdated. There needs to be different words for actual people who are dangerously twisted or something in a sexual way or whatever. Like being deviant, like everyone technically seems to be deviant from the initial plans of reproduction. So it's like, remember when oral was so- sodomy and, you know, mm-hmm. anal, like all these things were so taboo but now things are changing so it's like i try to do my best to adjust because i don't care as long as no one's getting hurt i don't really care like no dogs no children whatever you going to a grocery store and doing that listen 
I understand the novelty behind it and the science behind it. It's called the Coolidge effect. I believe I talked about it before. You get more out of it because it's rare. It's 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 something different. It's like watching the the shock videos. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I can't believe she's doing it. That's why people have the regret wank or whatever. They get the arousal from the novelty about like this is shocking, so I'm getting aroused, but not from in the same way. So when they come down from it, they're like they have guilt and shame because they're like that wasn't actually what I was attracted to. It was just the height of the the attraction. So that actually brings up a good segue to what I was going to bring up. Did you see on Twitter that weird latex box with the person in it? <laughs> That's a good yes. Why do so many people send me that? <laughs> see, that was crazy viral. And I'm not used to the mass majority of the world commenting on something so niche and whatever i'm used yeah. to seeing crap like that like it's nothing to me nothing right. shocks me anymore my brain is broken i had a porn ejection i have to deal with the long-term side effects the thing is though with this i don't understand why everyone's so <laughs> airtight about this because i <laughs> i don't think it's that bad of a a, a fetish or whatever i feel like it's pretty tame compared See, to i'm different i can't Ugh. i don't know what's I'm not wrong saying do with it. No, no, the thought of latex touching my skin. Oh, I don't makes like it either. Cringe. No, me too. I don't like it. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> people were so up in arms about this, like, saying, this is going too far. Like, this is oh. so weird. Like, some people who are like the sex workers are like, I see this on my timeline 10 times a day. They're like, well, that's because you're a fucking harlot. Like, you just, <laughs> yeah. So to yeah. me, I saw that. I just scrolled past it like it's another day. And then, like, a couple days later, I see everyone's having discourse, discourse about it. And I'm like, is there really much to say here? They're just safely doing something. Yeah, it's kind of dangerous because you're eliminating all the air around you and you're basically, you know, a sardine. But they're also, I don't, I know it is a sexual thing because you obviously see he has a hard penis against the latex. Like, it was hard. It, listen, it, I guess because it's getting sucked in with all the, um, maybe if he wasn't, it just made you look bigger. So, like, you see a indent, I'm saying. So, yeah. I think that, hey, what if they like this from a d degree of not, you know, like float tanks? Uh, no. Okay, Wait, so, yes. so to eliminate sensory. You're right. Think about being in that thing. Yes, it's very cost because then, though, the world is on pause. They have no feelings, no emotions. They're free from the, the pains of existence and or just like, you know, stimulation. It's basically the thing they call an so ostrich. Like a bite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, listen, I I understand psychosexual things and things like this very um, well. So it's like it's called an ostrich trap, which is basically you know what ostriches do? They shove their head in the ground. Yes. So, or they call it um, return to the womb, which is basically like you want to feel like you're in the womb again, escaped. Like there's no danger, there's no anything. They just you just want to feel, I guess, content, which, hey, man, as a person who's riddled with neurosis and anxiety, I want that. Not enough to squeeze myself into the latex thing, but I absolutely understand where they're coming from. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So you didn't think yeah. it was anything too weird, right? No. Not weird. Way weird fetishes. I just couldn't look at it because latex is like, like how you feel about chewing cardboard that's how i feel about latex <laughs> yeah paper towel and, and chewing cardboard <laughs> i don't get it i don't understand sensory things that's such a weird thing it's autism yeah 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 <laughs> it is 
So people were fighting about this is a weird perverted fetish. And it's like, the thing is, though, with perversion, what makes the line of perversion and what doesn't? I don't understand. That's why I hate the word yeah, pervert. Because... Perver I feel like the women masturbating in public, that's perversion. Yeah. This is just them expressing their sexuality. Uh, well, not sexuality, but I don't know. They're just having fun. Yeah. So what? So you say okay, the masturbating in public obviously is perversion. What also would go towards perversion then? I feel like for perversion is like forcing your sexuality to or your yeah, forcing your subject to them doing yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. So like um, exposition, um, flashing. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that it makes sense. Not consensual. Yeah. Oh wow, that's the best definition i've seen of it i wish everybody thought like you though but it's like you literally like feet you're a pervert like it's like come on it's <laughs> such a fucking generic stupid harmless i thing. mean you are a pervert if you're looking at somebody's feet and you're admiring it and they are not that's consent though you're saying no, it's I a mean, consent thing well, well if somebody posted their feet like just a normal picture of them yeah and then you see their feet and somebody's like oh those toes are sexy you think you're a goddamn pervert because you're not asking for you to get their feet that's creepy well you know i don't know how to explain it what if he didn't have that thought but he is attracted to feet like he just scrolled past it and didn't look at the foot but he does like like i'm trying to think of like because there's there's people who like feet who are not creeps that's what i'm trying to say like everything that is is so, sort of like a kinky thing, people put under the creep category, which I think is I mean, bullshit. it's okay. I like it, but don't speak on it to somebody if they don't. If oh, they're that's not different. Presenting it in a sexual yes, way. That's the that's a perverted thing where it's consent. You're talking about consent again. People are just saying people who like things oh, in their gotcha, own. Gotcha, that's gotcha, my gotcha. problem. That's my problem. Because everything yeah. technically is perversion. Then, because perversion would be anything but the initial you know, vaginal or yeah, you can't even say gay sex because I guess they're going off some sort of weird religious thing or something. So anything that's not that for procreation would be perverted. So it's like any little thing that turns you on, like that's a paraphilia, like any body part, think about it. Every body part that doesn't have a reproductive, you know, reasoning would be perverted, I guess. If you like freaking, I don't know, a boob or a butt or a freaking elbow or a back. It's like you can't pregnant impregnate someone with that. So you're a pervert, dude. You're you're going off off um the grid. Like the mission is to make babies. You're you're doing it wrong. Oh, boobies. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a, a creep and a uh, a repressed person and just everybody are prudes. What? I say everybody are prudes. That too. I know that we are very liberal and very open and understanding, but sometimes I'm like, dude. First of all, the word degenerate I see is popping up all the time again. Does people not know that's a Nazi word? Just saying. I don't care. I'm just saying. It is. It's weird. Think about it. The Anyone beneath Hitler's view is a degenerate. Mm, I don't know. Called them vermits, too. I Listen, mean, he had plenty of, of These are of all names. words that existed before. I know. I know. I'm just saying it, <laughs> within that context, he liked using it to talk down at less you know what i mean like he actually had an agenda using these words so it's a little I mean, but, but hitler can't he can't hitler can't claim those words that's not, I'm not fair. saying i'm not saying <laughs> should or shouldn't i'm saying that people first of all are using it incorrectly because what is a generant because in the word 
generate, I guess it's, you know, or at least in the sense of um, a physical aspect, generative diseases are losing like form, I guess, like your body would be. Oh yeah. That's gross. I mean, but let's talk about it from like the societal moral standpoint. So you're going backwards on morals. Is it moral subjective to some degree too? Like I know like everyone basically has a decent moral code or whatever, but not everybody has the same exact, you know, virtues and mindsets where it's like one person could say this is morally wrong or offensive. And then another person would be like, I don't understand why this is morally wrong. So that's why I don't understand what a degenerate is because a degenerate would be somebody who's losing the values of the previous generations or something who, who had their shit all figured out apparently, even though that they were fucking horrible people too. That's what I don't understand. What is a degenerate? Cause people have always sucked. What are you sinking down to? What is really the difference? Ellen degenerate. But you get what I'm saying though, with them using words like this, if they don't, understand or pervert yeah. degenerate there's plenty of words like that like i had a freaking look up to see if i was a degenerate because i don't understand it all the way it's like it's like i don't understand like the word debauchery generacy um there's so many words that overlap it almost look the same but they aren't but i feel like people are just using them incorrect and it's pissing me off either way i was saying the pc crowd loves to use the word generate although yes hitler can't claim the word or whatever i just think it's hypocritical because he was known for weird you know talking down to people like that it's i'm not saying it's a slur or anything like i'm I'm not pressed about it i'm just saying anytime the pc crowd could have a little bit of a mis uh interpretation of something i like to go at them because they're trying to do something and they're not doing it as well as they could be or something there's probably better words to describe what these criminals most of the time they're describing as criminals degenerates and criminals is that the same thing? Who knows? Uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> one more thing I'll talk about is, I noticed another trend came back. The licking the ice cream and putting it back in the freezer thing. Oh, How God. the hell does that return post-COVID? What the fuck, man? It was fucked up back then. It's absolutely bonkers now. Like, I'm not saying we should all be scared of COVID still. I'm saying, like, in a post-COVID world, you think you would have learned something. Damn, I got some ice cream in my refrigerator. You made me want to eat that. <laughs> and I've run the water over a little bit. Oh, no, I got it from uh, an actual ice cream place, like not a grocery store. Anyway, the, the bacteria would never live that long. I wish I could live this long as bacteria. Mm, um. hey, that reminds <laughs> me that my birthday is coming up and I'm shitting bricks and I hate everything. Thank, and hey, your birthday's coming up too. This is Man, horrible. I won't be as old as you. I know it's absolutely, it's making me, I always have the crisis around my birthday, but this obviously being a round number is really freaking me out. It's like, am I not allowed to laugh anymore? Am I not allowed to make memes anymore? Am I supposed to just not smile? Like, cause I'm, I have very weird insecurities towards like my personality. Cause I know that people enjoy my personality to some degree, you know, the people who get it, but it's like to an outside perspective, like I'm weird always. I'm a degenerate. I am like, it's like, am I supposed to just like, lose all woo about me and just like i'm already depressed what do they want like eh. i don't want to be Isn't immature it? but i don't want to be boring don't that all, all that stuff already happen when you like turn 25 because that's when your thing fully develops to, yeah it's 25 it 26 yeah i definitely so feel smarter and and um more of a person but i, I don't know I, I guess my humor and what i like in my everyday conversations are still, you know, 
may be inappropriate for my age or something. I don't know. It's like, hey, if I was technically a comedian, people would not even be looking at me weird. But because I'm just a normal guy, it's like, you can't act that way. <laughs> that is deviant. That is weird. You're fucking being weird. I'm like, oh, man, I wish I was Eric Andre getting my foot set on fire by Johnny Knoxville and stuff like you're These gonna guys be the age where you used to make fun of people for being exactly. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to. Well, I already got ahead of them not living on the internet. Thank God. I thought that was going to be my life. Thank God that's not the truth. Uh, we 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 escaped a hellscape, and those some of those people, as you saw, are still they're still there. Systems have <laughs> gone by. Games have gone by. I mean, there's a billion other people still. Like, if anything. There's more people online than there was when we were on because technology yeah, just got worse and people just got less social. Yeah, and now people, like, back in the day, like, it wasn't no party chats. Like, you join a game and you talk, you, you're forced to deal with yeah. other people. So, yeah. like, now you don't got to do that. You just play with your real-life friends and, you know, meet people over there and then anymore. I saw a video about someone made about SBR9 last month that was a good coverage of like the, the glitches and whatever. And I was like, this is a great video. I commented, I was like, this is a great video. I can finally show people what it was like back then because no one understands what that was like. <laughs> we saw something we weren't supposed to see and no one's believing me that this this little environment that was so toxic. That oh, the, the, man. Basically what, if I was some sort of celebrity i've done a lot of problematic things that era is what would be cancelable for like me like that they would just go ape shit on me yeah 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 and i and i understand that and i take it's, accountability for it but it's like you know you weren't there man you weren't there i feel like i was worse than you i don't like, know man come to you to tell you to make me stop <laughs> like you can't make me stop i mean me. <laughs> i mean yeah man a white person saying anything that is uh problematic throwing things is oh, always yeah, gonna yeah, be worse yeah, but i'm yeah, saying yeah, either yeah. way it wasn't just us anyway we listen we could be seen it depends which kind of, i try to do this um point of view thing it's like were we bullies were we defending ourselves where oh, are we a part of an environment <laughs> all the above all the above we were bullies was, to people our age and younger and the defending ourselves with the adults yeah I, it's it's just like hey this is what was around us and it was a very very vicious environment around us it wasn't just us it was video game culture it was also call of duty lies but this problem is with smack never raw it's just a small community you're seeing all these people you're learning things about these people yeah it's, it's not it was, good yeah <laughs> it's like we Derek got high school and high school again. Like he had it twice. Like Finding damn, people's phone numbers. It was nuts. Ugh. People have called my no house one, on me. Like come no on, no one ever understand what the fuck we went. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like if I apologize for this, everyone's like, "No, you should have done that." Like, yeah, no shit. But you're gonna tell a 16 year old in homeschool who is basically, you know, has nothing else, and you know, you're playing a wrestling game, and people are just yelling at each other, and you see, you, you, you mimic what's around you. I didn't invent, and you didn't invent being a dick on the internet. Like, <laughs> we, we were just, first of all, if anything, we were smart. You, people might not like what I have to say here because it's problematic, but we tried to get ahead of the curve. We stopped. We stopped being like that, and we reversed it and went at other people's insecurities. <laughs> a lot of the, it, you know what I'm saying? A lot of the internet back then was homophobic. 
So Derek yeah. and I flipped it on their head and would make them feel uncomfortable, which you would probably say is sexual harassment. If you're fucking calling me a, a dirty Jew and all these horrible things and calling Derek whatever black insults I'm or whoever. I'm going to suck your dick. Yeah, you're going to say shut the fuck up before I suck your dick. It was one line and it was brilliant. It always worked. And like, or say like, come on, man, you want to fight me? Drop your pants. Say some shit like that. Throw them off guard. That's how we learned to defend ourselves. It was the Wild West out there, man. There was gangs. <laughs> We had to sign on sometimes so one of us would not be alone. Oh, <laughs> uh, so bad. But the thing is, though, I don't know if, like, hey, wrestling camion, you still exist. And it's like, does this still exist to some degree within, like, did it evolve? Did it go backwards? Did it get worse? It's so crazy. I was playing so much WWE 2K 2022 last year. Yeah. Never touched online. Never pressed a button ever. Don't it's, want to. It's triggering. Uh, I can't. <laughs> People don't understand why I don't like video games anymore. I like video games. It's just that I played it so much and I saw the dirty side of it so much and what was in me and what was in other people. I kind of got grossed out and haven't been into them for a good 10 years. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'll, that's why I like playing the old games with my friends on the Dreamcast or whatever. I could play a video game and not think about competing or yelling or listen call a dude listen those games are totally fucking toxic and bad for us in, in, in all sorts of ways but that's how we met each other that's how we bonded and they were fucking fun i've never had so much fun on a video game or it's just because the video game doesn't mean it's like not equivalent to outside fun those freaking four-way matches me you john and trey those things that would last forever those were hilarious those were funny. They were fun. And I, 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 that's such elation for them. Call of Duty was less fun. Um, it, it was more serious because obviously we, we can't be the best in the the world at Call of Duty. People are going to bust our ass and we're going to get upset. And I mean, I have fun in Call of Duty. <laughs> you could hold your own better than all of our idiots. But I mean, when we, when we played Capture the Flag, we were good. Oh, yeah, we were unstoppable on Capture the Flag. <laughs> the thing is, though, although we were a bunch of people who made fun of each other and who were rough on each other, we had great teamwork. We knew how to work together. And I feel like that's how we work. It's been 15 years. It's still working. Stupid yeah. video game is technically like a, almost like a, Team a synergy exercise. exercise. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a very toxic one. Like, I don't think I should be judged from like 25 oh and honest. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> what? I was playing uh, this game called Overcooked with my girlfriend for the first time a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> what is it about? It's you uh, run this kitchen and you have to make these orders and you have to do it in a certain amount of time and you have to do them correctly and it gets harder as you go on. And I'm trying so hard not to yell at her. <laughs> See, the competitor in me died towards crap like that. I can't take it seriously or I feel like everybody won from back then. Yeah, And then um, she plays Fortnite and uh, well, we play Fortnite yeah, we played Fortnite a couple of times together. And I play like how I play with you guys. I don't take it seriously. I don't care. Like, whatever. But I'm still good care. at the game. Right. But I'm still good at the game. She takes it seriously. But then um, the other day, she, um, she thought because since she's a higher level than me, then um, that means the people she goes against is harder than me. Yeah. Or like the... but. I was explaining to her that that's not how skill-based matchmaking works. It's based off of 
how well you um how accurate you are when you're shooting people, how many people, how many kills you get compared to how many times you died, how many wins you have, and then that's how that's how they throw you on other people. Cause I don't play Fortnite that, that much anymore. So like I'm level 40. She's like level 90. But when I play with Will, yeah. we're dying to people who are in a level 200s. Like they're fucking mm. losers. But <laughs> and so I'm telling her this. And the other day she was playing with her friend and they only play one game and she got off. I was like, why are y'all only playing one game? She was like, yeah, she just can't keep up with me. And I'm like, okay. Shit. but I, I was like, I play with you still. And she was like, and you can keep up with me. And I was like, yeah, I know I can keep up with you. You can't keep up with me. <laughs> I love this woman already. She is calling you a scrub to your face, but she doesn't know how she much of a know. sweaty person you actually are. <laughs> so I was just like, tell her, hey, right, whatever. You're like, shut the fuck up. I was 10 prestige. I, I had a challenge lobby. Do you even know what that is? Oh my God. I just, how hard I was like, it to like, figure that out back then? Not that hard. I was going to say, you were 15 15 or 16. You already got something that was rare to have. Yeah. Uh, The hardest part was when they patched it. And then so you had to buy another game called Resistance 2 Fall of Men. Yeah. You would put that in. You load up the game. And then you'll start the story mode. And then once you get to a certain point, you take the disc out while the game is still running. And then put Modern Warfare 2 in. And then it will cancel the patch for some reason. How does someone find that out? It has I nothing to do with the other know. game, right? Is it the same developers? Right. I don't under- no, I don't know. I don't understand why it was like someone that. So sat a- there and just started putting in games and pulling it I out still, and then putting. I still have resistance to Fallout Man. Never even played the game. That's uh, just have it because of that. <laughs> How much was it back then? Was it was it like twelve price? bucks. <laughs> oh, that's it. Oh, wow. So yeah, yeah it's definitely worth it. So because it was old back then. <laughs> I I feel like back then when you had the challenge lobby, did you feel like a god? Like a, you have a god complex in that? Because I feel like people love to kiss up to those people and be no, in their I, lobbies. I hated it. I didn't want it. I just wanted it because I didn't want to kiss up to everybody to get exactly. the challenge lobby. I loved it too because you you could make me like a moderator or whatever. And then yeah. someone squeak, squeaks too loud and they're yeah, so happy irritated. to be there. I was yeah. It was pissing me off. It kept what do you calling mean you're my having name. fun? <laughs> No, he just kept yelling my name over again. Shotgun! Shotgun! Shut the fuck Oh, I could hear it still. I could hear it still. Echoes in my dreams. Wasn't even me, and I hear it echoing. (laughs) And then you'd be like, what? Like, yeah, I could just, oh, my God. Well, it's, damn. Just the things like that happen still within games. Is there anything like lag switchers or, is there super controllers? Or like, what is, is there cheating? There's definitely cheating at Fortnite. Uh, people go under their map and have aimbot and stuff. Aimbot, yep. I, I feel like whenever I had times. aimbot, I felt like I was worse. I don't know. It threw, threw me <laughs> off. It's weird. <laughs> and that makes me think, like, those people playing, when we were playing, like, I don't know, World at War, they had aimbot. Like, that's what they were playing with. I don't know. I just kind of assumed it made, like, it. I, you didn't see a line. I just kind of made you aim better mm-hmm. or something. Because that is the ugliest thing yeah. playing giant laser line yeah. across the map. Yeah. So what do you uh. think is more um, frustrating? So I was explaining this the other day about how in the wrestling game, you could grab the ref, you could roll out of the ref, you could, like, <laughs> you, could, you could make the game go forever. What's more frustrating, that or you're stuck in a 
domination in Call of Duty and someone has a fucking kill streak and you're getting uh, spawn killed. What is worse? Like, is there a, a, is there an SVR equivalent of that? Because I think that's the worst feeling. I could deal with the choking of the ref, the no. helplessness and all that shit, the no. back roll and the choke. I hate spawn kill. I just, there's no chance. Spawn killing is fine because you just leave. Yeah. The wrestling game, we couldn't just leave. We had to stay there. For some reason, we just didn't want to leave the game. We had to stay there and just wait. And it was so... What people don't understand is it's an ego thing. People had clans back then, had things to... You know, we didn't realize what actual values were back then. That was our values. We're barely alive for fucking 16 years. So what we valued was people talking shit on us. They can't beat us. You have to not let to lose these people. It was a very vindictive system. It was horrible. People would go on secret accounts and, like, fuck you up on things and... Use voice changer to sneak into your rooms and oh man, listen, yeah. I should sue that fucking game for reparations or whatever because it yeah, is just suing them since they're completely gone now. THQ, what's THQ? That sucks too because I like THQ as a company. Yeah, but um, well, man. I'll find someone somewhere. You did some psychological damage, sir, to me that I cannot repair, and I still live with guilt every day. Assholes, Damn, you gave me flashbacks and people fucking grabbing a ref so i had to go out the ring go into the crowd run run, run all the way away to the screen is small people and just go if you're ever in. bored go on youtube <laughs> look up svr09 crowd glitch now see how far you can run and it turns into a dot the ring <laughs> that was our everyday life derek would come home from school i wake up at 3 p.m from being on homeschool and not do, attending my sessions and uh then Derek and I played until he, you know, had to go to sleep, which sometimes he didn't even listen and just fucking kept playing. <laughs> oh, our first time ever passing out was from playing fucking SBR, man. God, we were playing all goddamn night. I'm so surprised and it didn't get boring to us. I know. And I turned the game off. And next thing I know, it's like six hours later. I'm like halfway off the bed. My TV's still on the blue screen because it's the old TV. Yeah. Damn. The original shrooms. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, I know six. we had a <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We had a horror podcast. I'm telling you, people are are done with our horror aspects. They come here for the stories of childhood trauma and abuse. <laughs> so Scream Derek did not like it. I'm going to give it a spooky. I thought that. It was entertaining. Derek is a very rare case of a person that I saw didn't like it, but I understand everything that De Derek has said of why it, it, it pissed them off. I don't think I would ever try to rank it towards the least of the screen movies because some of the screen movies can be really fucking bad sometimes, like a three. Uh, I don't know. I'd say, I say watch it. I don't know. If you're not a Scream fan at all, you could probably skip it. It's not. You know, I like it half because it's Scream. Scream is a good property. I, I like the vibe of it. But um, if you're not the biggest Scream fan, I don't know. It's not a go-to horror movie that I like. It's so scary or so funny. Like, it's not so anything. It's just, well, it's formulaic what a Scream movie has now become. And that's what you come to expect. Some people are going to like this. Some people are not. Derek thinks that some people should have got off. And I actually agree because it holds more value towards than sequels. And again, I thought that Gail was dead, so I definitely rated higher because of that. That annoys me that she's not dead. And yeah, <laughs> they shouldn't be taking 10 shanks to the chest and then smiling. But um, 
no, I, I had a fun time with it. I definitely uh, wasn't expecting anything out of this because it was a fast turnaround. Uh, but yeah, it was okay. Yep, but I give it a doogie. So I said what hey, I had to say. We, I we, don't we, like we this give out a lot of spookies, dude. Like if you think about it, we are totally polar opposite than I guess how we began it, began the podcast. Yeah, there's not too well, many doogies we that review shitty movies. <laughs> In the, you mean the beginning when we had no choice? Yeah, the beginning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now that we get theatrical releases, we have things with more effort and stuff. So we should have, you know, better opinions. And I mean, some people don't like our fucking opinions. I I still think I would like to change a couple opinions in the beginning, like you know, the Quiet Place or Bird Box, which is getting a sequel, by the way. Happy birthday! Gross. Yeah, I don't know how that's gonna work. Um, <laughs> See, it's hard sometimes getting wrapped in the phenomenon of things is what I try not to do that anymore because that's what happened with those two films. It was the thing back then to be blind and whatever, go off hearing and and like sight, whatever. It was cool, but you made a good point and ruined my life about watch it not in a theater. And you're correct. The quiet. I'm. I don't think I'm dreading any more movie more than the Quiet Place, the third one, because the second one was so bad. I forgot about that. Exactly, and um. And remember how many times that got delayed, too, because of COVID? Nope. The second one? I remember shit. Exactly. <laughs> I don't it's, remember it's the plot to the second one. <laughs> and then Bird Box, you know, I thought it was cool because of the aspect of the mental illness thing. I feel like it just played to something that I wanted to see. But now that I see so many mentally, mental illness things getting put into movies that are done way better, you know, like a Barbarian or a Smile or whatever, a Pearl, like, I got spoiled. I now see that, that's, you know, no. Wait, also, movie? Quiet Place and Bird Box. Bird Box, Bird oh, Box, Bird with Box. the social commentary of the mental illness or whatever. But now everybody's doing commentary. the mental. Well, they were killing oh, themselves from seeing that. Oh, okay. the, the, their worst fears or something. Like, I don't yeah. remember. Either way, it was it was an interesting, scary concept. But now that everybody I've seen doing mental illness things better, I don't have any thing nice to say about it anymore because it's i see it for what it is it's not just a spectacle anymore it wore off same thing with quiet place and i don't remember what i rated black mirror the um interactive one but i probably give that a dookie too i think i didn't <laughs> understand and i still go yeah back and forth on what i feel about um Shyamalan's movie um old, old. or young oh, yeah old. <laughs> So those are like the three movies out of, I think this is our, well, if this is like, this be like our 70th episode or something. So like three, I'd take back. Yes. Is there any you would take back? Oh, I would, I would also rate um, Prom Night shitty. I watched it high and then reviewed it high. So it just like was, <laughs> it was, it was yeah, it was just fun for me. I'm like, what are you talking about? This is so funny. I mean, I don't uh, think it's I, like, like, offensively bad it seems like a standard movie of the time period no, but i definitely wouldn't have given it a spooky i would not have given it a spooky so is there any yeah, movie that you know. rated that you would switch i can't remember oh um, i think you were a little too rough on haunt all right yeah, fuck that movie people really like it yeah i know and i don't get it <laughs> usually if i feel a certain type of way i, I don't care what other people feel i still feel that i fucking hate that movie well, Maybe I'll give it another watch. I don't like it, though. It, uh, 
it says something about the movie if we were like, should we review it? And then we realized we reviewed it already. Three times over. <laughs> um, it was the thing back then. We got into the beginning of our podcast. We watched a lot of those movies of the evil haunt things. It's just some yeah. people did it better. Yeah, I can't really think of any movie. I think that you're, you pray, you, I think you should lower your opinion on, um, escape room. No, I just, it never did it for me. I like the cube we, series. That's cool. Yeah, cube was pretty cool. Did we, did we do the second one? We had to, no way. Can't remember. Did you see Can't it? believe we don't remember if we do things or not. That's how we fucking did, moving. We did so many goddamn. <laughs> Usually, if we do a movie, we come back for a sequel. The only pe- pers- people we haven't done it, movies we haven't done it for a property is Puka and you, but, uh, and the Chucky series. Chucky series and you should come eventually. Like, there's no re- like, it was just me stalling for you because I lost a little interest. And Chucky series just didn't happen yet by, you know, just happenstance bullshit, whatever. It'll be done. Um, uh, yeah, so I'm guessing we did Tournament of Champions with, um, uh escape room maybe we talked about um isabel thurman was supposed to be in it but got cut or something so definitely we did it i don't see it in here (laughs) no no it no but no no way we skipped that did we lose it it was it a bad take yeah we definitely would do it this early i'm down to episode nine right now Nah, we ain't do it. We did it. We did it. Um, July 30th, what? 2021. Episode, episode 46. Oh, I'll, I'll scroll past too fast. Interesting. Um, you freaked me out. Yeah, we should uh, wrap up this episode so we can do Evil Dead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't even know if you were still going to do it because you had work tomorrow. I'll do it. I'll do it. I, I'll work I... at 1230. Oh, shit. All righty. Yeah, we're wrapping up this episode to get one more done. Sorry, girls and gals <laughs> and they thems. Anyway, uh, here's plug time, Spooky Yuki Podcast at uh, dot com for our merchandise. We have a bunch of you know newer merchandise. I try to do this little theme around like um, we're badass little guys, you know, we're little sassy little guys, you know, with our motorcycle and beer looking stuff. Ooh, manly. So, uh, you know, pick something up if you want to. There's a lot of cool stuff like tank tops and whatever for the summer. They keep just adding stuff and throwing our merchandise on stuff. Like, damn, You're this right. website's customer service is such shit. But, like, the, the amount of products that, like, they have is, like, if I had more money, my room would be stuff of, like, this shit. Like, I, I want, like, um like a banner of ours or whatever or something. Like, I, I don't know. There's so much shit. I, I mostly just buy the clothes. You bought a, a, a cup or whatever. But, um, yeah, I was I wearing a... <laughs> Two stories. I was wearing a Claw Chaos uh, shirt the other day, and my girlfriend she looked at me. She's like, "That's a nice shirt. You guys should really sell that as merch." I'm like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> "I mean, hey, it, she didn't know, but she knew it was a good design. So, yeah. like, and she knew that was worth it. Like, yeah. that guy killed that shit. That thing is so cool. I have so many ideas written down for our next things. Like, it just it doesn't make any sense to keep doing them. Obviously, because I'm burning money and it doesn't sell. But I like just having it exist to have it as media for us. Because there's a couple yeah. of listen for a lot of our merchandise. My idea is always us in danger. So in horror, there's a lot of ways to do this. So I have many ideas, and I'm not going to waste them. Ex- 
explaining them now, but trust yeah. me, there'll be some claw chaos shit going on that's probably better than that. But, um, and then the other story was I was wearing a claw, claw chaos shirt again, but this time I was wearing a tank top because I was um, in my apartment building. I was going down to the laundry room. Yeah. You know, on my way up to the elevator, this woman came on and she had uh, her kids. It was like probably a five-year-old girl and three-year-old boy. Girl looked at my shirt. She was like, oh, I like your shirt. And the little boy was like, yeah, I like your shirt. Then the little boy is standing literally right in front of me, just staring at my shirt the entire time. I didn't mind because I know it's a lot on the shirt, so he's just probably trying to process everything. But this motherfucker just would not stop staring at the goddamn shirt. Think about it. It's a claw machine. It's a kid's yeah. type of yeah. thing. That's cool yeah. that something from my childhood, like, because I don't know, I've always was addicted to those claw machines, got to be a part of our media and our little lore going on. I... Some I was wearing a Chucky shirt when I went to my um, optometrist or whatever, and they're giving me the exam, and I for, I always forget I'm wearing horror shirts or whatever, and I'm half asleep. I don't want to be there. I'm anxious. I don't like being at doctor's appointments or whatever. I'm awkward. It's weird because I'm so good at socializing, but when it's like stuff like that, I don't know how to operate. I don't understand what's wrong with me, so I'm not trying to chat even though I have the ability so he compliments me, and then I just like, oh, thanks, dude. I usually say thanks, dude, if I don't, you know, want to talk. And then eventually, we there was silence. I asked him about horror, and it's the first time I'm wearing a horror shirt and talk about horror, and I didn't plug us. What the hell? I always <laughs> plug us. I, I, I don't know if it's like some sort of DC shame where it's like, oh, this guy after fucking podcast. Oh, uh, what a day with these guys pitching their podcast. I'm checking out their eyes. Oh, and yeah, also, I never plug us. I just, when people's look at my merch or something and they were like, what's that? I was like, oh, it's just a podcast I listen to. I like them a lot. And that's, that's smart that way. That. Yeah. <laughs> people don't want to support people, trick them into exactly. supporting someone else. Yeah. So I'm not used to the post COVID, um, like virtual things. I don't do virtual appointments with anything because I don't like the feeling of them. So I go to a freaking eye doctor. I sit down thinking I'm going to see an actual doctor. Um, the person who I was talking to about horror is like setting something up and this person's on the TV and it, I thought it was just a YouTube video or something speaking or a tutorial. It was a person that was, that was my doctor. <laughs> and I just was staring back at them. So confused. Like I didn't know I was supposed to react. I didn't know it was, this is how it was going to go. Like it caught me off guard. And then, cause I spoke to two doctors, one about contacts and one about my eyeglasses. Eyeglasses one goes away. And then it's like, yeah, we're switching over to the next doctor. I was like, Hey man, I'll be honest with you. That scared the shit out of me. If, like, <laughs> I did you have to deal with that yet? Do a virtual doctor in the store or in a place? That's no, weird. I'm talking about that virtual doctor. I was at home, and that's what I thought I was avoiding. I thought I'm <laughs> going to these places so I don't have to do the screen to screen. But I don't blame these people. They could sit at home with their dogs and their kids and their stuff, and they could just listen. She was controlling the eye machine from her computer. Like the, that's crazy. The, the slides go. You know. Oh, I was like, go off, queen. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, we were wrapping up. Sorry, we we, we <laughs> um, Spooky Dookie podcast on all social medias, basically besides Twitter, Spooky Dookie underscore Derek's TikTok is Derek does horror. And this has been the Spooky Dookie podcast. I'm Mike. I'm Derek. Stay spooky. Stay dookie.